You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea. Today, I've got Gabby and Josh from South Jersey's Afloat joining us. You'll remember Gabby from way back in February. Uh, she came by to talk about booking bands as Head Above Water Collective. If you need another reminder, I'm going to start this episode the exact same way I started that episode by letting listeners know that Afloat is, according to NJ.com's Bobby Olivier, the best thing to hit Cherry Hill since Bahama Breeze opened at the mall. That's high praise if you ask me. I love it so much. Uh, today, Afloat joins us to share some songs from their EP, Where I Stand. Um, that comes out on September 15th. They have a new single out today, which we'll be hearing shortly. Um, I've been lucky enough to have just been listening to it like crazy. Um, you can listen to it pretty soon. Welcome to Left of the Dial, Gabby and Josh, Afloat. Hi, hello. <laughs> Do you hate that quote? Because I'll cut it. No. You. It's so it, funny. It's just like so random too. Yeah. I was like, I was reading and getting excited, and then I was like, the best things in Bahama Breeze. <laughs> I, I was like, whoa, okay. I mean, I like Bahama Breeze. I'll eat their shrimp yeah. tacos. Yeah, oh yeah. My parents yeah. go there all the time. Hell yeah, yeah. I told you, I think it's high praise, especially coming from Bobby. I've uh, he's done some stuff with one of my other podcasts, and uh. I just I, I know that coming from him, that is that is a, a, a big compliment. So <laughs> I will never let you forget it or our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to listen to some of your songs. You've also brought a couple of others. But do you want to tell me and our listeners a little bit about this new EP, what you had in mind for it, what the recording process has been like, all the above? Yeah. So we recorded this in February with Nick Starantino. Um, he's out in Long Island. He was in the band Love Robot, which I really liked. And I didn't tell him I knew he was in that band <laughs> until like, I think it was like towards the end of recording. Cause like, I didn't want a fangirl, but <laughs> I was oh like, God. yo, I saw your band at the Barbary in like 2014. <laughs> you love me. But we love Nick. Um, so we went to Long Island for like a month. Like we were there every weekend yeah to record six songs we initially wanted to do an album but it just didn't work out like that so we ended up recording six songs which is the ep um but some of these songs we've been playing for maybe like a year now coming up yeah yeah coming out to a year um i feel like this is like us rebranding in a way i feel like these songs are the songs that i've been wanting to write for a while and just couldn't communicate that fully so i'm really excited how everything came out and uh working with nick just like working with another person that's an engineer we've never really done um because me and josh both freelance and work in studios and do all that fun stuff but actually working with like a producer and like a fresh set of ears i feel like really made this ep yeah Cause if we would have done it, like we can, we could have done it, but like, I was so adamant with like working with someone else and just like being the artist that it would just working with Nick too. Like the whole experience yeah. working with the producer and then working with Nick was just like something I'll never forget. It was super like comforting and it was really fun. Yeah, it was good. You know, to have like a fresh set of ears or brought us to like another caliber that we wouldn't have been able to do it ourselves. So. And he understands the genre too. So that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's huge, right? Was it hard to, or did you, I guess? Um, I'm just curious about sort of like taking off the producer engineer hat if it's something you're used to wearing when it comes to your own 
music? Were you able to have that kind of distance, do you think? I couldn't wait. (laughs) It's because, like, I feel like when you're doing it both, like, you're the artist and recording, you're going to focus on one or the other no matter what you say. Mm -hmm. Like, something is not going to be full potential. And I feel like I just felt, like I said, comfortable. And just me and Nick would nerd out about gear. I'd be like, hey, I've been wanting to get this preamp in your rack, and you have it. And he's like, all right, we're using it. So, like, it was more of, like, a learning experience. But, like, I fully shut that off, like, as soon as, like, we even pitched the idea. I was like, all right, cool. We're going to producer. I'm just the musician. Like, I don't even care what's going on while I was in Pro Tools. Like, I'm just sitting here on my phone just (laughs) channeling my (laughs) my inner self just to nail, like, the takes and stuff. But how do you feel? I I like doing everything, but I'm not like obsessive over it. So now that we had the opportunity to give it to somebody that I trusted, right, I right. I let myself enjoy just playing instead of being like, is this the right level? Is this peaking? <laughs> Do I have to change this? And um, and it's also like Gab said, it's like a learning experience. So it's always interesting to see how somebody does something, or you know, you never really know you know, what somebody else might know. And then you just translate that to other things. And um, yeah, so it was definitely refreshing not having to worry about like the details of it and just being able to like focus on one thing. But uh, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. I like both sides of the coin. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just, I don't know. It was just something about it because I feel like I, I've been talking to Nick like on social media for like a year now. Mm-hmm. Like we've just been like, just talking about music and stuff. And then like we had prior meetings with him. So like I got like a good vibe from Nick and like, yeah. it takes a lot for me to be comfortable with someone tracking a float stuff. Right, like right. Josh knows, like yeah. I don't even like tracking with them. Like, <laughs> Cause it's like, it's just such a raw moment of like, okay, I have to get this like very best take out of me. Like right now everyone's watching, but with Nick, it was just like so comforting that I was like, I think, myself i feel like i've grown a lot just doing that process with like singing and like playing guitar because i was like wow i could really hit this note i've never tried it and then i go in the studio and he's like yeah just try it and i'm like oh wow i actually hit that note that note yeah. was really high that's cool to have somebody where like if in your head you're like playing both roles you might think like, i'm not gonna try because i know on the other side it's not but then to have somebody on the outside pushing you to do that that's it's another thing I wouldn't have thought about that being um, sort of like one of the benefits of working with somebody like that. That's really cool. And like sending mixed notes was great because oh, we're like, yeah. this is where we want the cut. This is where we think the guitar <laughs> should be. It was, I feel like that communication too yeah. was probably like so easy because like we know what it's like getting back yeah. mixed notes. So I'm like, we're going to be super clear. We didn't even have that many mixed notes. Yeah, we really we did. We were like pretty happy with how Nick did the entire project like even when it came down to the notes like we only had like a few like there were no like major changes yeah so i mean i feel like yeah the communication like going into this project like our expectations were like knocked out of the park yeah i feel like with with things so it made the overall project just be like wow like we really did this like there's not a lot of like like josh said like mixed notes and it was just great i was like really i mean i'm still happy now but it was just like overwhelming feeling like when it's done and like wow like we're really done yeah so i i love 
I love to hear that. That's that's amazing. Uh, we should let our listeners hear one of the songs that came out of um, those recording sessions. What do you want to start with? Um, let's start with Mouth Shot. That's like the first single we put out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is like our poppiers yeah I feel like it's like a good time like gets everyone exciting i don't play guitar in the song so i am free to like run in the crowd which i've been like not You're like moshing all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sometimes like not having guitar i have nothing to hide behind yeah. so like not playing guitar on because it's just one guitar so just like not playing and being able to be like all right, I'm standing here. I have to look like I'm having a good time and like get yeah. the crowd like moving and stuff. So that's been like a little confidence boost for me. Like, oh yeah, I could just sing. I don't need to play guitar. Yeah. But um, I feel like this song was like the good first single, the, the first like 
song to really solve the project. Yeah. To kind of give like a taste of like. We knew that pretty early on too when we were writing. Like we always yeah. thought like, this was like probably going to be a, our leading single for the project. Um, I feel like it touches like a lot of genres too. Like it's like, yeah. I like the lyrics and kind of like song structure is like poppy, but it kind of has that like little emo-y kind of vibe with like the lyrics yeah. and stuff. So it kind of like, in, if people have never heard us before, this is their first song. I feel like we reach a broader audience. Yeah, definitely cater to like multiple genres. I was like, all right, this is first. Let's, let's yeah. see who likes this. Yeah. Yeah, that chorus, it feels like you said that, that you know, it's got that emo bit to it. It just feels to me like, and you, you know, in the video a little bit too, you see this, it just feels like the song where the crowd is going to be like pointing back at y'all and singing <laughs> that chorus back. Um, at the shows, like you can, you can really feel that in this song, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It's very fun to play a lot. It's like my favorite so far, just because like it was the first thing we put out, and I get to run around and yeah, <laughs> go push people in the pit. The video came out good, too. and the video, yeah, the video. Um, John Bradley um, is uh, one of our friends, and he filmed it. He is a great guy. I love his work. He's done a couple of our like live videos. Um, he's actually we're working with him to do another music video. It was so fun. Like he really just like has a good eye and a good like. Oh yeah, this dude's a magician. Yeah, like <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, like <laughs> some things we had to do in that video. I like was just like, wow, no one noticed yeah. that this is you know. But no, um, he's really really good. Yeah. Yeah, he has a lot of ideas, um, and he just like rolls with it. Like he'll be like, all right, what do you want to do? And I'm like, all right, I want to do this. He's like, okay, let's figure it out. I'm like, oh cool, like. It was it was great. Like I liked working and you know, we're doing another video, so that's gonna be fun. But um yeah, he really captured I think the storyline that we wanted and like the just like the visuals of like the colors yeah. in the video, I feel like oh yeah suited it really well. The scenes where you're playing um with the crowd, is that is that old post? Did I Yeah, so uh old post gets used for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you've got like a clubhouse you know (laughs) literally um yeah the owner Ryan he's he's such a cool guy he's such a nice guy he actually came to our show too on Sunday (laughs) I love that he's he's so great um so we shot at old post um and then we shot crash at old post too fun fact (laughs) but um yeah, yeah that's like part of the room um that I use for shows and stuff I thought it was great because I was like, all right, let's see how many things I can connect together between a float and the collective and like yeah. all the shows. So I thought it was a cool like mix. I think then you mentioned Head Above Water Collective and I know that you're still out there booking like crazy. So yeah. booking a ton. So um, do you want to talk about one of uh, one of the bands you brought today that isn't a float? Yeah, um, this band Old Soul. Um, so... I somehow I talked to a lot of people on Twitter and it's very <laughs> funny. Like it's very, very funny because I just talk to these bands from like everywhere. So Justin, who is the drummer of Old Soul, we started talking on Twitter. Um and <laughs> I feel like this always happens. I always end up getting people's demos or like their masters before it's out. I, I don't know how, <laughs> but like this is like the third band that's like, hey, here's our project that's not out. So me and Justin like exchanged um music that wasn't out like he sent me some old soul stuff and i was like oh my god like this is so good mm-hmm. and i've heard of old soul but i've never like really listened to them and then uh, me and justin 
ended up becoming really good friends and he is now our drummer so which is also very cool oh that rules um, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah also just like great songwriting and i did sound for them one show and i didn't realize they had three guitar players i was like that's a lot that's a lot of guitars i'm like oh my god it's like dueling guitars um but yeah just like this the song that i chose and like just the album, the overall like production is like so good. The songwriting, Jess's voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like even live, like she delivers like a hundred and ten percent. Cool. It's just like so good. Yeah. And they're just such nice people. Like everyone in Old Soul, like we've hung out with them. They're super nice. I'm really excited to be friends with them and get to just the second show. I booked them on and just get to know them better because I like Boston. I will go up to Boston and see them. <laughs> Boston's all right. (laughs) Lobster rolls. That's all I want from Boston is lobster rolls. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of Old Soul. I'm very, very proud of their release. And Justin for, one, joining another band because he's in like four. (laughs) (laughs) One of those. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But just like just being such a good friend. (laughs) That's cool. This song, so the song um, that you sent over is Lavender Kane.
I was reading uh, a write-up, I think in Brooklyn Vegan, probably. Um, and apparently, I, I just, this is such a, a little note, but apparently the song, um, the title is inspired by the name of an off-brand candle. And I don't know why I love that little detail, but it's such a like specific, particular thing. <laughs> um, now I need to ask them. They yeah, actually, they were, Justin messaged me, speaking of candles, he's like, would this be cool merch? And he was naming things. I'm pretty sure he's like, would you buy an old soul candle? I, I mean, yeah, I'd buy it because it's yours. But I'm pretty sure that was like a thing with the merch. They didn't do it. But like now yeah, if yeah. they if they should do it because that would be funny. Yeah, I like crazy. that. In the holidays, like yeah. old soul <laughs> limited edition candles. <laughs> what, would that, what would that scent be? What's the old soul scent? I feel like this might sound weird. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I feel like it has to be not like some type of like ocean mist kind of smell because like up northeast Boston it's like not yeah. like super super like beach town but just like being northeast I feel like the northeast has a scent yeah like very clean like, same thing yeah maybe a little bit of spice Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of old bay <laughs> <laughs> it's lavender and old bay Ooh, that might be a good combo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now i can't wait for them to hear this <laughs> <laughs> we're doing product dev for you so you're welcome you make it we'll put it in the studio here um i do i i mean we're joking a lot about it but i i really love the song they are a band that that i'd yeah there are a lot of bands where it's like kitsy and i talk about this all the time where it's like i know like i see their name passed around a lot and i'm like i know that when i do check them out i'm gonna love them because people whose music tastes i respect love them and they're another example of that so yeah this was like my my first time really diving into them and this song is like one i got to the end and had to go right back to the beginning because it ends in such a different place and it starts and it builds and it gets so big um and like you said uh the vocals on it are incredible it's such a it just feels like such a different thing i don't know yeah, it's when he sent me this, I was like blown away. And then he's like, yeah, I'll play drums in your band. I was like, <laughs> like, I was just like, holy crap. Like, legend. yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that like one is better than the other. It's just like old souls, like this level, very established. And like, we are established. We're just hearing that. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, you want to play with us? I'm so excited. <laughs> That's just imposter syndrome talking. everybody's got it so true but yeah he's probably like a float wants me to drum in their band (laughs) that's what's happening on a different podcast right now yeah (laughs) he's like yeah you guys are on a podcast too (laughs) i was just talking about the afloat candle i think you guys should make (laughs) smells like pork roll and uh Jersey Shore. Bahama Green. I'm going to call it the breeze. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be the the breeze candle. Oh, It's going to smell like coconut shrimp tacos and and margaritas. I think I'd take a bite of that just to see. I'm I'm sorry, old soul, that that your entire um, segment was just about (laughs) candles and what Jersey smells like. But but also, I do do love this song. I want to make that very clear. Yeah, and I meant to say at the top, um, this is on their uh, their album Education on Earth, which, as of the time we're recording this, has only been out for a few days. But by the time folks will listen to it, I'm sure everyone will have had time to fall in love with it. Um, it's out on Counterintuitive Records. 
I really like when bands have merch that is a little like I know uh folks like um there's been a lot of like hot sauce recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, and I know Dikembe put out jam um, yes. earlier oh, this year. So cool. Some bands even have like their own beer. Like yeah. you had a band that had a beer at uh, a brewery. Yeah. Well, it was a brewery that named one of their yeah. beers like after our band because they linked us That is forget Bobby Olivier and Bahama Breeze. I said that was high praise. That's huge. <laughs> yeah, I want a the beer. The brewery is no longer around. Uh, it was a little era. <laughs> Needing a float brew. Oh man, a float brew would be nuts. Might knock you out. <laughs> yeah, it would. It'd be like a 9.8. Yeah, 10% alcohol. <laughs> so yeah, that was Old Soul, Lavender Kane. What um what do you want to talk about next? Yeah, Crash. Our sing- yeah. our second single we put out.
Oh man. That one was a was a fun one. I feel like that's on our heavier side, which I always say I want to get heavier and she says let's get heavier for every new <laughs> whatever we do. I wanna be heavy on our screen. <laughs> I wanna be digent. <laughs> And then you do like a crab core pose. <laughs> Every time I practice. Um, but yeah, Crash actually just like high energy, heavier, um, a lot of moving parts in that song. Yeah. A lot of angst. Um, we kind of wanted to like give a taste of like the whole project with like, you know, Mouth Shut being like more poppy and this one like a little bit more heavier because it's kind of like the blend of the project. So we felt like it represented, you know, everything pretty well. Here. Yeah, no, I, I, I think, yeah, the same thing. So we're like, all right, mouth shuts, like I'm our poppy, crash is like yeah. heavy, everything else I feel like is a good in between. Yeah. So it's like, all right, here's this, you heard this, all right, cool, now here's this, like yeah. here's this. <laughs> so it was, it was cool seeing reactions from people, um, especially with the video we put out. <laughs> yeah, we just had fun with that one. Yeah, we have a bunch of footage from like a tour we did last year that like is unused and we're just like, let's go to old post with a green screen. <laughs> yeah. Green screen's always fun. And we're like, let's just make this so goofy because the first video I feel like was serious. So we're yeah, like I just wanna twirl around flags and yeah, Scott jump, jump around, around. Do something, you know. And we're checkered. Kick the air. Yeah. So I feel like that just symbolizes crash, just like yeah. heavy, but it's like funny. I don't know. It was it was fun writing um, that song because I feel like lyrically it's kind of dark, and then like the instrumental is just like high, like high pace. Yeah, it is definitely like crash my car into the river. Like that's a little it's a little dramatic. <laughs> but I was like, all right, let's be dramatic. Going with it. Yeah, sold it. I, I like that approach, like with you talking about the videos in addition to the songs and having this sort of kind of like thinking about it as an like as a cohesive project where it's like if you know listen to these two songs, watch these two videos, you kind of get the full picture of what to expect on this, you know, from the CP and from what this new um, I forget exactly the word you used at the top, but this sort of like new. Um, what's what's the word like era or, yeah, or something like, like that a of, of float. yeah 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 because i feel like we've this is our 30p we've put out like the two singles so i feel like this like we're really defining ourselves mm. like our sound and like yeah. our aesthetic so i feel like this is definitely like the rebrand of like establishing ourselves we're going to make something really cohesive too yeah yeah that's I think as as a listener, you can really hear that. I kept thinking like it sounds and the way you were talking about working in the studio on this one, it this because it's not that this sounds so different from what folks are used to that they're going to be like, you know, this is a whole new band. And if you didn't like what came before you, you know, or if you liked, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, but it just feels really realized in, in a way that I think is really cool yeah. from from my side of things. Anyway, you said this one was was fun to write. Do you two write lyrics and music together? What is your process in general like with that? Um, so usually I'll make a demo in Logic, um, just like kind of like the skeleton of the song and write lyrics to it. Like not finalized lyrics, just like a bunch of ideas. Like 
I usually write choruses first because I feel like I can always think of a chorus and then I just base the story around it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so like we, I brought it to practice and, and we just like, we're just going back and forth with it. And I know I kind of wanted to do a song where like I was trading off vocals just yeah. to have like a different dynamic because we don't really do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let's see how this sounds. And then it kind of gives me time just to like just play guitar in parts of the song <laughs> and just like just focus on that. Um, what do you think of cra- like the writing crash? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was pretty in line with like our writing style where like you said, you start with a demo and then you bring it into practice or you'll send it out to the band honestly beforehand. Oh yeah, I email and, uh, it like a just... Yeah, my idea. Listen to it so you get an idea before we sit in practice and try not to waste ten hours. Yeah, <laughs> well, like instrumentally, we'll like bounce around ideas or just like riff on it, and if we like something, we'll like do a phone recording, and then we try to get like as much as the instrumentals down before we like write the rest of the song, or at least like the structures of the song. So I feel like it's easier to like then write lyrics over it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's only if we don't have like lines to begin with. And then sometimes I feel like with writing, we, or at least on this project, we all collaborated together. Yeah. We had like the, the loft sessions, you know? Yeah, we would phone record it and then we're in the loft. We'd come to the loft, I'd put it in logic, and then we'd just go through each part. Yeah. And just like loop it, and all of us would be like, all right. And then I'll have my notes open, like, yeah, all right, exactly. guys, what are we writing? Yeah. This is where we would like really dig into like what we want the song to be about. And then like, we would just like bounce like lyric ideas off of each other or like different melodies and then like record vocal demos on them. And then once that part's yeah. done, we would bring it back to the studio and actually perform it and see how we felt about it. And if not, just like re- repeat those steps. I feel like that's kind of how we did things for this. I like doing it like that. Cause it's yeah. like, it's so much easier to like go do everything at practice. Cause I know like, I don't want to waste anyone's time. So if it's mm-hmm. taking me 20 minutes to figure out this guitar part, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Take it home and just I ha- put it in logic and just like loop it forever and then get a solid idea and be like, all right, now I have interchanging parts that I could play at practice yeah. to make it like easier for me and everyone else to just be like, all right, here's a different guitar part that could fit here or like here's a different yeah. lyric idea or like Josh said he didn't like this bass line. Okay, we hear it. Let's change it. Yeah, that's sounds so collaborative. <laughs> like, yeah. Usually, like, uh, not usually, I shouldn't say that, but oftentimes when I ask that question, the answer will be something like, well, I come to the band with a song and they kind of build around my, you know, pretty much like realized idea and they kind of get to fill in their parts or, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really cool to hear us that your music kind of builds organically sort of that way. That's Yeah, I've heard people do that too, but yeah, then I, I feel that. like, I feel like just like even outside the band, just like collabing with people on different things makes the product so much better. And yeah. like, I don't want to be like, I wrote all these songs. So like only I could write them. If I only wrote them, they'd probably suck. Like yeah. <laughs> I need like everyone's like every, I feel like we're a team. I say this to Josh all the time. Like we're part of the same team. Everyone brings something to the table and we just add it up little by little. And then overall, like we have this yeah. really good product. Yeah. Cause you're always open to something new. yeah and you can always go back to something if you don't like something else so it's not like you were committing to anything either you know it's just like another idea to play with and you just pick the best one or whatever one you like personally really yeah i also think we work really well together just i feel like we've been friends for what like 
years now. We lived together. <laughs> yeah. We've been together for like three years now. Yeah. So like me and Josh, I feel like are just so used to like, it's not like compensating. It's just like hearing each other out. And I feel like sometimes in bands, like people don't really listen. They just want to say what they want to say. And I'm just like, I am going to shut up and listen to how Josh <laughs> feels about the song. Think about what I feel. And then we always find a common yeah. ground. It's never like my way or no way. And I really don't like being in a group if it's like that. I feel like that's so hard. A lot of people get so married to an idea. Like, yeah. demo. like I've heard this thing with musicians where like, they'll track out the demo and obviously you listen to it like a million times. And then when they record it in the studio, they hate it because they were like so attached to that original <laughs> recording. So I feel like that applies like during writing. You can get so attached yeah. to the original idea and be so like <laughs> against anything else because you have this idea of it in your head. Yeah. And then you just are stuck on it. You know. I'll be like, Josh, I really like this chorus. He's like, this sounds corny. I'm like, okay, we're going to fix it. <laughs> and then the brutal honesty, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that because then it's like if you're not honest, we're both going to go play this live. So yeah. you're either going to look like you're enjoying it or you're going to look like what the hell is Gap singing? Yeah. So it's like I'd rather all of us enjoy it than be like, all right, this is mine. This is how we're yeah. playing it. I feel like that pushes each other to do like better. better. Yeah, 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 thank God. <laughs> For sure. I don't want any like passive. I want someone to be honest. Like, I'm, yeah. you're not going to hurt my feelings. Every band should have to listen to this conversation. <laughs> that is like the healthiest, least self-important, like, but still like valuing. Like, it's like, this sounds contradictory, but it sounds like so like, you know, you know what it is? It sounds like there's no ego there, which I think is can be yeah. really hard for people who create art because it is so tied up personally that being able to to do like both of those things at the same time is really impressive yeah. yeah i think i just learned that like everyone that's playing with us we all want the same thing mm-hmm. so like we said this going into the studio i was like if someone says hey change this part to this like i'm gonna be yeah. open to it and do it just to hear what it sounds like so yeah. i feel like just having a certain mindset and knowing we all want the same thing we all want like these songs to be the best we want to like play like not like better shows, but like bigger opportunity shows and stuff. So it's like, I'm willing to change things that's like happening for the betterment of the band. Yeah. Like I have no ego. I'm just like, we're going to do it. If we agree, we don't like it. Then we don't like it. Like, I just want overall a flow mm-hmm. to be like the best thing we can be. And if that means just like not doing this or not having this in the song, then yeah. so be it. Like I kind of just like instilled that in my mind. I feel like the past like year two years, just like the more we get into the music industry, I'm like, and I hear how other bands are doing. And I'm like, I need to really focus and be like selfless. Sure. If that makes sense. And just like, we are a team. And if the team wins, we win. If I win, the team don't win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rant over. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved that. I, I like very genuinely, that was so refreshing to hear. And it, now I have two I have two things. The first one is is quick, I think, because my follow-up question to that started to be in my head, like, well, what happens if someone brings something as another option and you hate it? But it sounds like you'll just tell each other if that's the case. Oh yeah. That's definitely happening. We've definitely <laughs> like Josh, I want to play the song in the set. I don't like it anymore. All right, why don't you like it? Because X, Y, and Z. Okay, we don't have to play it. I mean, I even know personally there's songs where we ended up writing and playing and then like I'm yeah like, i don't like this song anymore yeah <laughs> like you know now like, like, yeah, i'm just to say how it is <laughs> yeah no that definitely happens 
yeah. Cool. It, but I also, mean, it's like democratic sometimes too, you know? So like <laughs> if one person doesn't like it, but everyone else does, we'll probably end up rolling with it, right. which is all right. You know, you don't, you can't win them all. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. feel like the amount of dislike versus the amount of like, maybe if I'm like, I kind of hate it, but somebody else is like, I really love it. Then maybe you kind of have to let the. Yeah. Really yeah. went over the kind of, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, it also, um, and maybe now we can talk a little bit. I was just thinking as, as you were saying all of that, and um, I obviously know more about Gabby and the work you do sort of outside of a float. Um, so, so I don't know as much, um, you're on Josh, if this is something that, that resonates too, but it does sort of like to hear that process from someone and then hearing you also talking about how you worked in the studio for someone who does spend so much time like connecting and building networks and and like trying to help open up opportunities for other bands and stuff it makes sense to me that like inside your band you would work that way that way too i don't know i just feel like the work you do outside of like the band is just as important as like in the band oh yeah so like the you know the community the working with people i feel like that same energy has to be kind of like your like core values yeah am i am i answering this question yes okay totally, <laughs> totally yeah okay because i feel like i'm off but i'm just like well, trying to think I, how to explain I kind this of <laughs> didn't ask you a question is the problem so that's my bad because i kind of said something at you and then just i just kind of interested to see how you think about that in particular yeah you create your own opportunities I am That's a, really what you make of it. I am a firm believer that you create your own opportunities. Yeah. Like, you could think the littlest thing won't lead you anywhere, but the pa- if the past year of, like, booking shows for the collective and, like, doing a bunch of live sound, you can make anything happen. I feel like with the right mindset, like... And you just be shooting your shot. I you shoot know. my shot all the time, and I don't <laughs> even care how big of the thing it is. Like, I don't care if you're a national touring band, I'll hit the DM like, hey, you need an opener? Like, you literally have nothing left, like nothing. Every time leave. I do that, I get an answer. And most of the time it's it's in my favor. Yeah. People might think it's like embarrassing, but it's like, what's gonna happen? They're just not gonna see it. And then your like tweet or whatever, it's just lost a time forever. Like, no, it doesn't even matter. Like no one's gonna screenshot it and be like, look at them. Yeah. Like, they didn't get an yeah no like i think most of the time i'm just like hey can i do this or like hey i could book you like that's my leeway into like a lot of things now i'm like hey i could book you so like let's build this connection here but shoot the shot 2023 (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell josh too i'll be like hey josh guess what i just tweeted at this band yeah or like I'm like, hey, this band needs a place in Jersey or Philly. I think I'm just going to message them, say I can do it, and just figure it out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Usually what happens. I love that. I love that so much. I, It's it's a little bit of how Lefto, I think, mm, it depends on who you're asking and what day, but I think usually on any given day, either me or Kitsy, one of us is in the driver's seat of just, just do it say yes we'll figure it out on the fly like we can make if like something comes up that we want to make happen we'll figure out how to make happen and it's it's not always like it's not always easy but i always am glad that 
you know, anything that's come up that we've had a chance to say yes to that we have. I've never like regretted that mindset. I don't oh, think. Oh yeah. So. I, this happened like last week, this band was looking for a space and my one friend was like, Hey, like this band's looking could be a big show for you. I'm like, say less. <laughs> I literally messaged them. I didn't yeah. even have a venue. Cause they were like, every we're striking out in Philly. I was like, not a problem. Got a venue, like literally in an hour. And then they went with another venue, but I was like, glad I made the connect. Cause you now know who I am. Like I yeah. got to a venue in an hour. So hopefully we'll cross paths again. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's also, again, another example. This is, I feel like I keep starting to say things and then realizing that y'all do something really interesting, which is like, it feels like there's always two things happening at once because this feels like on the one hand, you can't have a huge, to go back to ego, um, if you're going to just be, like you said, like like firing off DMs to to bands that you feel like in general are you know i i don't whatever but bigger whatever you know that, that you think like maybe this isn't going to come to something but i'm just going to do it but at the same time you have to have kind of like healthy confidence to be like i should still do it though like yeah yeah even if i don't have a venue or i don't even know the place you're trying to book in new jersey i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i do not care because what they're gonna be like oh this person's trying to help me i right. should definitely get them back up when i come this way that's it I think yeah most really of the time smart. i'm like I don't know how I'm going to book this show, but they asked me, so I'll just figure it out. <laughs> like, I'm triple booked, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and I think people like to see that you are, like, is it, it from the outside, it looks like it comes from a place of, like, being excited and, and, like I said, like, wanting to help give other folks opportunities. And even if it doesn't always, like totally work out i think that that energy is really uh important and it's it's something you don't see i mean i think philly and jersey are maybe exceptions in this well i think it can go both ways i think they it can they can be really great supportive places where people but they it there can also be some like gatekeepy stuff at the same time um so i think that that energy that that you bring is really important here in particular and again, speaking of, we've got we've got one more before we let folks hear the new single. Um, and this is uh, another band I think that that y'all have have connected with, right? So why don't you let our listeners know who they're going to hear now? Flower mouth. In my heart crashing down straight to the 
So Flower Mouth, they're a new, like a pretty new band, right? Yeah. So Justin, um, yeah, when I was first getting to know him, he's like, yeah, I'm on these projects. Flower Mouth's a new band. So Hannah, the bass, plays bass. Wallace is the front person and you know, sings, plays guitars. And Dash um, is their lead guitar player. I believe that Hannah and Wallace were in a band before and then started this project with Justin and Dash. So they've been in the scene, another another band, but this is like their new project. Um, they're working on an EP. Uh, the, the single's great. It's very, like, catchy. It's super catchy. Yeah. We got to play with them. Um, did we play with them? No, we saw them. We saw them at, at yeah. Where was that? Or- or leaves yeah we saw them at or leaves yeah. it was like a sunday night yeah yeah um really good they played a joyce manor cover and i was like oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs> i like this a little bit more now yeah. <laughs> but no they're they're cool um wallace actually works at a barbershop the philadelphia barber company with their partner jess and i recently went there and got a haircut and i would recommend <laughs> it's a cool shop um very nice vibes Get your candles from Old Soul. Get your haircuts from Flower Mouth. You got to support the homies. Whatever they do, you got to let them know. Yeah. But yeah, Flower Mouth, they were great live. Um, I'm really excited to hear the rest of this EP that they're working on. Um, I, th- I thought we were playing a show. We are. Actually, we are playing a show with that. No, I lied. Justin's just in so many bands that I'm getting confused now. <laughs> We're, we're playing with Past Life, who Justin is in that band, and I thought it was Flower Mouth. But anyway, great song. Great song. <laughs> too many bands. People, too, all of our friends are in so many bands. Yeah. I need like a list. Easy. Yeah, of who's in who. Who's in what band and who's yeah. playing when, where. Yeah, totally. Um, what show I need to go to do sound for? What show I get to show up for? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. That was really, yeah, that moment of you being like, did we play the show or was I just there? Was yeah. I working? Was I on the clock? <laughs> yeah, like Literally. Thursday, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see Old Soul. Wait, I'm working. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm working their set. I'm working the show, so I am gonna be there. But <laughs> it's funny it's, how that Yeah, it's your whole life, right? Like that. That's what Literally. happens. Um, I love. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm probably gonna be there anyway. So might as well give me another job. <laughs> um. I, I love this song. It's one of those things where I, the first time I listened through, I wasn't like super paying attention to the lyrics. So I was just like, this is like a fun kind of like, feels kind of summery um, yeah. in a way. And then I'm looking at the lyrics now. You're the light that's in the dark, the knife that's in my heart, crashing down straight to the chest from a stained glass window. Less, less summer jam that way, you know? Yeah. But I, I love that juxtaposition. I think that's so fun. Yeah, it's a great song. I'm really excited. I'm going to ask them, too. I'm like, when's, the, when's more stuff coming out? Yeah, right. Hell yeah. I'll be keeping my eye out. We only have one song left. And it's yours. <laughs> Bef- before we get into it, though, um, obviously, like I said, uh, this EP comes out on the 15th. But we want to let folks know what else the float has coming up, what other shows you got playing, who you're booking, all, all of everything. So this comes out the 15th. Um, we're doing a like weekender off of it. So the 28th will be in Delaware. The 
The 29th is our release show at Tunes in Voorhees. Oh, cool. And then the 30th, we're playing John Aru, um at in um, Bethlehem at so Broken Goblin. Broken Goblin yeah. yeah. Um, you could order our vinyl through Sinking Ship Records that we oh, have yeah. on pre-order right now. We're excited that we're working with them and that this EP is getting pressed. We've never had vinyl, so like this is like a big, big moment for us, and it's cool. It's green with like splatter. Um, shout out Steve! Shout out Steve from <laughs> Sinking Ship Records. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Nick Santino. If anyone needs some any recordings done, I highly recommend Nick at Dead End Studios in Long Island. Um, anything else? We're going to have some new shirts and we're going to yeah. do a very small tape run. Yes, we have, we will have shirts. We will have cassette tapes. We will oh, have yeah. vinyl. Um, everyone should come to our release show at Tunes 29th. I have a crazy bill. I got Khaki Cups, Moose Creek Park, Goalkeeper, and this band, um, Hyper Fang, um, that are like newer, newer band um, that I'm really excited to have on the bill. And it's going to be great. I'm excited for everyone to hear the CP and a whole year of hard work. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Again, just being on the other side of this, I'm excited for folks to hear it. I'm, uh, you know, I've been such a fan and the CP is fantastic. And that bill is pretty nuts. And I will yeah. say the the couple of artists that I'm not familiar with, I've just kind of learned to trust that if they're acts that, that you're booking, that they're worth checking out. Um, so get on that folks i'll have links to everything in the show notes so yeah let's listen let's let folks listen to the last afloat song you brought that's um through my veins yeah
I think I think maybe this is maybe my favorite on the EP. My favorite too. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it your favorite? I don't know. I just I've always liked this song. I always like advocated it for to be a single, and um, he got it. I know I did. (laughs) Uh, It's just like it's like chill. I don't know. I just really liked it for some reason. Yeah, I. I like playing it too. Yeah, I like playing it. It feels lush. I don't know. Yeah, it has like that like shoegazy kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nick Loki wanted to make this a shoegaze band. Yeah. Well, you got one on there, so. Yeah, he got one. See, I'm starting to like, I mean, I've always liked this. I think um, it's up there in my top fave so far. Yeah, I just like the chorus. It feels like very, very big. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, like we advocated, like on the CP, we're like, we want guitars to sound big. Mm-hmm. Please help us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like, I feel like a little bit, I mean, it's probably as dark as Crash, like lyrically. Um, but I feel like it all fits. It does. Yeah. Like the mood of the song, the lyrics, and like the instrumentation, I feel like all like fit very well. Yeah. I had the most fun writing this one. I feel like I had a lot of bass lines I was like messing around with. Yeah. And then, yeah. Which I don't know why. Is. It was just fun. It was just like really fun to rip on. <laughs> I have this cool little tappy part that I like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can sing over this. <laughs> yeah. That was like my big like step up. I'm like, ooh, I'm tapping a little bit and singing on top of it. Yeah. On time. <laughs> New afloat. Y'all said like mouth shut is like the the poppier one and crash is a heavier one, and you kind of get a sense of everything that's going on with this album. And this does feel like a kind of sort of like a kind of like a midpoint between them in a way um and and i think that's a good example so folks will have heard just about half the album and i feel like these three songs give you a really good idea of what the whole thing all together feels like yeah that was a good three we were hoping yeah it's a good three single pick yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like let's do three (laughs) yeah and it's it's cool to see too that they are they don't feel they obviously feel like very different they obviously feel like different songs, right? Clearly, like, a float is showing what a float can do. But they don't feel so different that they don't make sense together on this EP. Like, they sound great. All, all of these songs sound great, like, next to each other or next to one another. Um, but while still all feeling, like, really unique. And and I think I said realized earlier, but, like, realized songs. Yeah, definitely our most refined. Yeah, we had we had, like, eight or nine songs that... We had written um because like i said we were gonna write an album and then we we're like let's just do the ep and like that was like me questioning it a lot early on like do these six songs like really fit well with each other like i kept asking nick i'm like because me and nick text we have we text and then we'll do like a weekly check-in via facetime and we'll just talk <laughs> them always yeah. talking to nick so early on when i was like sending him like demos we recorded i was like yo these six be honest with me you're not gonna hurt my feelings like <laughs> As an outsider, do you think these six make sense? And now, like, everything's done. I'm like, I'm so happy we chose these yeah. six songs. Yeah. So those are the six you picked of those eight or nine. Did those six feel like, like, was it, was there a lot of back and forth of which ones would make it? Or was it like, these are the the six that 
we're the most like interested in or whatever, but do they fit together? I think um, we were choosing, I think there was a couple floaters. I think there was two floaters that we kept going back and forth about. Well, of the six, well, of all the ones that we have, these are the six that were like the most finalized. Yeah. Because we exactly. were kind of feeling like a time crunch, like near the end of our like writing stage, because we had already booked like the studio time. So we really just wanted to like hone in on like our strongest suit. Yeah. And right. It happened to be these six. So then we just decided on that and then like really refined them from there instead of like focusing on other things that could have been on it. Yeah. You know, because we we like prepared a lot before we went into. The oh, studio. yeah. Oh, my God. Like we basically spent like an entire month like drilling these songs. So when we got into the studio, we weren't like wasting time, like fleshing out parts because we really wanted to focus on like the performance, the like, performance yeah. and maybe yeah. experimenting on it like with a few things. So that's where we wanted to spend our focus on instead of just being like, does it go like this? You know, something like that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So that's kind of how it ended up shaking out. Yeah. We waste no time because we both know what it's like having like a client being like, oh, like coming in the studio so unprepared and we're just like staring at the ceiling. Like yeah. and wasting money and time. So I was like, no, no, no. Like we did pre-pro we had the songs for a month we practiced with a click with all the transitions like tracking was like a breeze this is so jersey and i don't care what anybody else (laughs) listening says that is capital j jersey i have not wasted time i know what i'm doing i'm not wasting anybody else's time i'm not wasting anybody's money i'm cruising i'm jersey sliding Because I do it's like, and it's like, I want to be able just to get it done. And if there's like other creative things we can explore, use that time for that. Not like, oh, I can't do my guitar part. Like, no, we ain't doing that. Like, (laughs) getting this done and then fun time. Hell yeah. I love, I've said I love that a hundred times this episode, but truly, like, that's also, uh, I don't know, just like encouraging and weirdly refreshing to hear. I don't know. It's like. I, I hope there are people listening who hear that and take that with them too, you know? Yeah. Don't waste time in the studio. <laughs> you'll be broke. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll lose friendships. I don't know what's worse. Um, <laughs> you're broke or everyone can't play parts and then, you know, it gets a little crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, that's, that's all the songs we have to talk about. Um, this was so fun uh listeners like i said well we'll i'll obviously keep folks posted but september 15th where i stand it is truly fantastic we will have links to the album release in our show notes um and and everything else and everything else that afloat has going on and um yeah i think that's everything oh did you say where folks can find you online if they want to find and follow so um, at a float band on Instagram, um, I think that's our, our Twitter handle too is um, a float band NJ. Um, we have merch, all of our merch on Bandcamp. It's a floatband.bandcamp.com. Candles, haircuts, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Candles, haircuts, Bahama Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> we should get a Bahama Breeze. Like, we should get a Bahama like, Breeze. Oh my God, we should. Or That'd like be crazy. Like that was so hard. Who do I have to pay? Who do I have to book? <laughs> Bahama Breeze, a float collab coming soon. Just make yeah. group, like of the logo. <laughs> That's so funny. I think that, we should do that. That's oh, such God. a good idea. Oh. Man, maybe we could get some coupons. Oh, man. <laughs> Three apps. I see a cease and desist. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's gonna be one yeah. or the other. He's like, thank you both so much uh, for joining me and sharing this music. This has been Left of the Dial. I've been your host, Andrea. Josh and Gabby have been afloat. We'll continue to be afloat. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. And if I don't see you in a long, long while, I try to find you left of the dial.